studied his word. Amen. I want to speak to you a couple of words tonight about our great opportunity. And I'm going to go to Galatians 6, 1 through 10 to, to kick it off. <clears throat> Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest also uh, thou be tempted. So it's brethren. This is a family talk. It's for the beloved. And faults are topic, popular talking points. And best of all at this is the accuser of the brethren. But we're in the rest, restoration business. Restore, and this, this uh, word translated literally means adjusted down to fully function. Like turned down to fully function. So I guess we get revved up and screw up. But we need to turn it down and uh, maybe we will hear God who restores. When we are overtaken in a fault, we're not all there, not fully functioning. There's a breakdown. For thus saith the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest shall you be saved. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength, and you would not. That's from Isaiah 30. 50, verse 15. Thank God he has something to say to us. Something that results in salvation and strength. And spiritual. And that spirit is meekness. Gentleness. And when you consider yourself, you should self-correct. Amen? Amen? You're honest with yourself. Bear, verse 2. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. I can fulfill the law of Christ. I mean, he's got some impossible stuff in there. Love your enemies. Forgive 70 times 7. Do good to those that despitefully misuse you. Bear one another's burdens sounds a little more doable, though. So, But if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. When I am something, I'll just be doing something and not overthinking it. But let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone, and not in, an, in another. For every man shall bear his own burden. So we got different burdens. <clears throat> burden of the call. You could say the burden of love. Going where Jesus is. Bearing another's burdens. That's what he did, Amen. But then the burden of proof for our own work. God made you to do what no one else can do. You have the opportunity no one else has. Yes, you have a burden, and Christ has a share of it. You <clears throat> share a yoke with him. And then when your work of faith is shown to be real, then you have within yourself a rejoicing. So you were made for that. I think we're talking about fullness of joy here. The rejoicing is the overflow. God's well done. Verse 6. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches in all good things. When we give, we communicate a lot more than the necessity of money to the teacher. We communicate hope, love, trust, confidence, all good things. It's number, verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh, 
shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap everlasting life. This isn't really just a you'll get what's coming to you verse, because you get more. I just sowed some little seeds, but what do we have for today's reaper? Corruption, which is unthinkable, or life everlasting, which is more than we can bear in the other direction. We have to realize that this is God's field of play. We, th we thought the locker room was it, but look at God's, God's field. It's huge. And let us not be weary in well-doing, going on to verse 9, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we therefore have opportunity, let us do good to, unto all men, especially unto them that are of the household of faith. So good is for doing. This is not inert good. It's not isolated. This is good for other people. Benevolent, profitable, useful. Since we have opportunity. Opportunity from Merriam-Webster, a favorable junction of circumstances. Eh, it sounds a little circumstantial, though. Or a good chance for advancement or progress. I like that, but little, the word chance in there is a little chancy. I like this better. This is for the, the language learner. An amount of time of a, a sorry, an amount of time or a situation in which something can be done. All right? We have opportunity. Something can be done. Joshua and Caleb saw an opportunity. Let's go to Numbers 14, 3, and 10, 3 through 10. And wherefore hath the Lord brought us unto this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and our children should be prey? Were it not better for us to return into Egypt? And they, that is the people, said to one another, Let us make a captain and let us return into Egypt. Verse 5, Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. And Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb of Phineh, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes. And they spake unto the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we passed through to search it is an exceeding good land, if the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it us a land which floweth with milk and honey. Only rebel not against the Lord. Neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Their defense is departed from them. And, ye, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. But all the congregation bade stone them with stones. And the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. The Lord has told them he's giving this land. Joshua and Caleb are the only ones who act like they heard him. Here's the opportunity they see. One, a good land. Two, if the Lord delight in us. If you start there, you're going to see opportunity. Well, who are we talking about? Does what? Delights in us? Then what's the problem? He will bring us in and give it to us. Or don't just don't rebel against him. Five, and don't fear the people of the land. Six, they're bred for us. Their defense is parted, departed from them. Not just we can beat them, we will have them for lunch. 
The Lord is with us. Fear them not, in case you missed it the first time. It's a good and awesome opportunity. And the alternative, the let's go back to the pagan slave drivers, is a terrible opportunity. <laughs> Something terrifying will have to be done. We will have to take it from giants. But not just us alone. But something can be done when all the facts are made plain, and those facts include God. Pray always. Uh, Ephesians 6.18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Always uh, is also translated all season, the whole season, in every kind of season or time. Not merely a succession of moments, but that which gives time, which time gives an opportunity to do. That which time gives an opportunity to do. Closely related to a word that means good opportunity or good time. And if it is God's opportunity from his word, it is a good opportunity. It's not about the convenience of the season, but the necessity of the task at hand whether the time provides a convenient opportunity or not. I like that. Watching means not sleeping, literally. We can't go to sleep on each other, saints. There's a need to persevere in, pray, in prayer for all the brethren. Matthew Henry uh, had a good comment here, and we should rejoice more if we prayed more. Prayer will help forward all lawful business, every good work. If we pray without ceasing, we shall not want matter for thanksgiving and everything. We shall seek cause to give thanks for sparing and preventing, for common and uncommon, past and present, temporal and spiritual mercies. Not only for prosperous and pleasing, but also for afflicting providences, for chastisements and corrections, for God designs all designs all for our good, though we at present see not how they tend to it. <laughs> yeah. A long time ago, it still, still uh, makes sense. This, this is our season. Um, Reinhard Bonnke died this month. Um, I don't know how many of you guys knew of him. I barely knew him. I saw him interviewed on TBM. But really, I had no idea. He's called Africa's Billy Graham. And he had uh, led, led some uh, giant crusades. Uh, let me give a couple of quotes just so you kind of get, if you, if you haven't, don't know him. Faith needs to be matched with action. Belief is not just brain cells in motion. It demands a response. Do we do what we believe? If we believe in a seed, we plant it. God the Deliverer. The primary truth about God is that he is the Deliverer, the Emancipator, and the Savior. He is God only to the free. God is a venture that turns life into an adventure. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Unity. He is the bonding element. This bonding is a wonderful effect of faith in Christ. It is creative. It brings about a new kind of oneness not even known in the closest of earthly families. Those uh, three quotes are from a book, Faith, The Link with God's Power. He had a reoccurring dream of the precious blood of Jesus sweeping over Africa, and a voice thundered 
Africa shall be saved. This would drive him his whole life. He rented a stadium and a hundred people came. He preached as if the place was full. A few minutes into it, he was interrupted by a man jumping up and shouting, I've just been healed, followed by five more people. And the place exploded in praise. And for the rest of the story, I really recommend viewing the Reinhard Bonnke Memorial Video official on YouTube. Um, it shows a sea of people, sea of people rejoicing and praising God just all out. I've watched uh, it three times and been moved every time. You feel like you're seeing something, like a preview of heaven. This is our season. Hebrews 10, 24, and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together, as the matter of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much more as you see the day approaching. Consider one another. Also translated, um, or no, to provoke is a provocation which literally jabs or cuts someone so they must respond. It sounds kind of violent, but we're talking about to love and to good works. Exhorting can literally be to call to one side. It's a with verb more than an at verb. It's better done at someone's side than in their face. I don't know how good we are at this when we assemble together. For myself, I feel pretty Neanderthal. Maybe it works on a Neanderthal level. <laughs> but it's his word to us, his opportunity for us. My times are in your hand. Psalm 31:15. But I trusted in thee, O Lord, I said. Thou art my God. My times are in thy hand. Now I'm going to read Luke 2:13 and 14. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Goodwill from Strong's Greek is satisfaction, i.e. delight, kindness, wish, and purpose. Goodwill is really good. And yeah, let me read that again. Delight, or kindness, wish, and purpose. There's a lot in there. Peace is by implication prosperity, they tell me. This is God's battle plan. It's also his peace plan. His thoughts toward us. His opportunity. His son. I heard the bells on Christmas Day. I heard the bells on Christmas Day. Their old familiar carols play. And wild and sweet the words repeat of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And thought how, as the day had come, the belfries of all Christendom had rolled along the unbroken song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And in despair I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And pealed the bells more loud and clear. God is not dead, nor does he sleep. No. Then pealed the bells, sorry, more loud and deep. Got to make it rhyme. God is not dead, nor does he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, goodwill to men. Sorry I didn't sing that, but I love you too much for that. So uh, it was a poem from Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. 
that was, of course, made into the Christmas carol. Notice through all but the last verse, the author hears and hears of peace on earth, goodwill to men, like Job, hearing of the Lord, his reputation. And like Job, he sees at the end that God is right. He will prevail with peace on earth, goodwill to men. We will prevail with the peace he gives, with his delight, his kindness, his purpose. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. I delight in you. I will be with you. What an opportunity. God bless you tonight.